Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the fourth episode of the Nordic Ski Podcast. I'm Hans Dorsch, joined here by John DeForest. And for the first time, we have a special guest on the podcast. It's right. John's radiator, <laughs> which <laughs> has not shut up since we started discussing the like details of the podcast like 20 minutes ago. So mm-hmm. it may start up again, and you may hear that from time to time. Yeah, uh, and instead of awkward silence and crickets, you'll hear some clanking in the background. So get <laughs> used to it. Yeah. John, how was your Easter, man? Uh, pretty good. Not very eventful. Just had like some studying to do. Uh, no roller skiing or Nordic skiing, which I guess I should have done given the podcast we're on. But how was yours? Uh, it was solid. Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, went and had what? So like brunch is like breakfast and like lunch, but like what's like lunch and dinner? Because that's kind of what like ooh what I did. Liner. I I went. Yeah, I had liner lunch. Liner with my girlfriend's family. Yeah, Dunch. I actually like that more. I had Dunch with my girlfriend's yeah. family. Uh, it was good food. Uh, I mean, I got to get out of the dining hall, so it's convenient. <laughs> yeah, it's like here, Easter at Easter at the dining hall. That just is that's just depressing. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, our dining hall had like nothing special. And they and they sent us all notifications like, ooh. Easter dinner at the at the main dining hall mm-hmm. and uh it was just the usual like potatoes and stuff <laughs> they try to make it sound special but really it's not <laughs> uh my mom sent me an Easter basket it was really nice yeah had all these like local like chocolates and stuff from Seattle so it was cool uh yeah but it, it was a pretty solid Easter you know first one away from the family but uh mm-hmm. it was a good time any Nordic skiing <sighs> no of course not John the weather in Utah is so bad Take a guess about how hot it is right now. <laughs> See, I didn't think you'd ever say that. The weather in Utah is so bad. Oh, no, it's atrocious. Really? The trees are blooming. All the snow has gone. <laughs> it's literally, it's going to be, uh, I think, 75 degrees tomorrow. That sounds that, nice, Hans. No, no, I'm a skier, John. So are you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just, oh, it's just unappealing. Because my body hasn't, like, like wrapped its head around the fact that it's time to be like warm outside again and mm. so i step outside i'm like it, i'm living in a toaster <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so. no i i agree that 75 is not ideal problem is up in new hampshire it goes from 75 to 25 oh it does that in utah too oh the weather's so like up and down um because yeah, like, it snowed a week ago it doesn't gusts. make any sense <laughs> yeah exactly like it snowed a day ago or something like that we get wind and rain and then it's like hot and sunny. It's a, it's a brutal system for the body. So I, I prefer just like consistent, you know, nice really roller skiing weather. I had a person, uh, somebody I actually met through my me page. Uh, she hit me up and she was like, Hey, so I'm, I'm coming to the, the U right. University of Utah. I know that you go there. She's like, any advice you can give or like, like tips about skiing. And I'm like, just be prepared to like be on skis one day and then just like have to not for like two weeks <laughs> yeah uh i mean when the snow's on the ground it's fine but when it's not it kind of blows anyway so john today we've got a couple things to talk about um the first one we're gonna be kind of roasting cross-country ski instagram pages and we're talking about personal ones and then also the meme pages mm-hmm. uh and we'll start with the actual personal ones because i think it's even more even more funny um, I've noticed a trend, uh, Ooh. ever since I started kind of like getting followers on my personal account, like from my me page, mm-hmm. um, 
I'll go and click on these people's like profiles. I'll like follow them if I can't see them. Cause I'm like, Oh, maybe I've like raced against these like people in the past or maybe they're just like complete strangers. But anytime I go and click on their profile, the funniest thing, like always, it always keeps happening. All the pictures in these people's feeds, it's always nature. Right. And I'm like, Hey, that's mm-hmm. cool. Right. I mean, you're out there a lot. That makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. But they're, they always put themselves in the picture, but like five miles away. <laughs> so you can see these people, they're like a solid, like three or four pixels. And I'm trying to figure out like who these people are. No pictures of their faces. It's all trees mm-hmm. or mountains. Uh, it's just, I mean, like, come on, take a selfie every now and then. <laughs> I mean, it's a my, profile <laughs> picture. For, no? the peop- for the people who like have me on Snapchat and that I Snapchat frequently, they know that I like, I love to do like the half face selfie where I'm like, once on my face, you is would. Out, I would, I'm, I do seem like that type of guy, but I'm like, come on, at least like throw something like that in. I mean, even I have like pictures of myself on my profile and I mean like, Oh, I'm like ridiculously unphotogenic. Um, John, do you know anybody that's like that? There's a couple uh, of people on my team or like my old ski team that were like that too. Mm-hmm. just absolutely no pictures on themselves it's really funny <laughs> yeah i think i think there's a couple it's just it's just all nature photos which which is it, which is cool but it's- yeah i used to be the same way too <laughs> every time like i'd go up to like ski i'd straight up take a picture of the same mountain and then like post it on instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bad so i'm glad i'm out of that phase mm-hmm. uh speaking now- of skiing uh skiing and you specifically How's that uh, cardio of yours working? Oh God, John, I'm so glad you reminded me to talk about this because I almost forgot. We're doing better. The heart is, you know, well, I don't know. There's probably still things wrong with it, but I can't feel it as much. Um, I'm getting like maybe a couple flutters a day now, which is a lot Mm -hmm. better than like a couple hundred. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to say that the cardio that I've done has helped, but... To be honest, John, I haven't run more than a mile in the two times <laughs> that I've gone. <laughs> so probably not. Uh, yes. You know, the first time I went out, I ran outside. It was like early in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to go before class. And I'm going to get nice and energized. Uh, terrible idea. Oh, no. My legs were so sore. And I, I was hobbling on my way to class. And like, I just want to take a nap. Um, <laughs> was so, that the walk that I saw on Strava? It might have been. It I did I did I post something on Strava? My watch may have nah. uploaded it. It may have I'm, done it for I'm me. Messing with you. <laughs> oh, for real? Okay, thank God. My <laughs> okay, pace was probably so bad. <laughs> for those of you confused, uh, Hans chugged a few too many Bang energy drinks, and maybe took a little too much creatine, supplemented with um, a lack of cardio for a Nordic skier. Ahem. And um, where'd you end up, Hans? Oh, I ended up in the ER, John. It was great. It's been about six hours there. Um, got some EKG strapped to my chest, you know, all that fun stuff, but, uh, yeah. So it's just, just a great way of reminding me that I'm actually like in terrible shape, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, uh, it's feeling better. So hopefully it doesn't like rear back up. I'm sure that roller skiing is going to help a little bit. Um, which actually speaking of roller skiing, John, I'm going to use this to plug the new Nordic ski apparel roller ski products. Um, these came out about a week ago. Uh, yeah. So Nordic ski apparel for those of you that don't know, although I'm sure by the fourth episode, my preaching has probably reached most of you. Uh, yeah. Nordic ski apparel is my little, uh, uh, cross country ski clothing company. Uh, we just kind of make casual clothing, but for the first time we're, we made like non-casual clothing. So it's actually a little like roller skiing oriented gear, uh, 
two colors. We got like neon pink and yellow. I'm actually a big fan of the pink. Like the neon, actually, John, you can, oh, other side. I forgot that my screen's buried. I got like some like neon, like green, like shirt, like hung up on my wall that's signed by a couple of Olympians. But I think the pink's a lot cooler of a color. Um, although I'm not sure which one will help you get hit by less cars. Probably mm. the neon, right? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. They might just hit you for fun though. Like you look like a traffic cone. We'll, we'll have to run an experiment one time. We'll give you one color and I'll take the other and we'll just see who can get hit by the most cars on one roll. Yeah. Ski. Actually, I'll, I'll let you do that part. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold, hold on. You said signed by a couple Olympians and then. Just oh yeah. On. I don't think I'm going to let you. Have I not that. told you the story, John? It's really funny. No. Cause we didn't, we, we didn't discuss like talking about this in this episode, but this will take up a solid few minutes. So we'll go ahead and talk about it. Um, this was the Ben camp in, it must have been, I think it was 2019. No, it was 2018, 2018 or 19. I'm pretty sure you were there. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not though. My memory is really terrible. Anyway, so we were up skiing at, at Bend, uh, Mount Bachelor, right? And at the same time we were doing training up there, this was like the end of the season too. It must have been March. It was, it was like the Fire and Ice Camp, right? You've heard of that yeah. one, right? Yeah, I don't think I ever went to those. Yeah. I went one year and it was really fun. Uh, I got to like hang out. I got to hang out with like the Bend kids a lot because it was like Momentum Bend. And I think Plain Valley was there too, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so we're in the lodge one day, cooling down from a ski. A whole US ski team just strolls into the lodge. And I'm like, what? Not uh, fair. And so this is actually a two part story. The, the, one of the cool things was, yeah, I got like my shirt signed, right? Uh, mm. up there, Jesse's on there, Simi Hamilton. Uh, God, I gotta like, pull it over. oh, that's my phone. I <laughs> just fell on the ground. Uh, God, let's see who else is up here. Sophie Caldwell. Um, did I say Eric Bjornson already? I don't think so. Yeah, he's on there. And then, oh, God, there's one more. I can't read it in any of their handwriting, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dang, but you got the, the whole assortment. Oh, yeah, I got all of them. So that was wow. cool. The other thing, and I, I totally forgot, and people, a lot of people don't know this. They're actually the reason that like Nordic ski memes is like a thing. Really? Yeah. So originally the meme page used to be like a local like meme page just for my team. We used mm-hmm. to post all these like inside jokes. Right. But then yeah, I, I got this, I got this phenomenally brilliant idea to go up to like Jesse Diggins and she doesn't follow the page, but I asked her if she would. And so I went around and did this to all the other skiers and I actually no got a few way. of them to follow. Yeah. If you go to Nordic ski memes, I think, I think Eric Bjornsson's following. I think Simi's still following as well. Uh, I'm Dang. not sure if Sophie Caldwell's, but there's a few Olympians on there. Um, and so at that point I'm like, okay, well, I gotta actually start making some real content. Cause like these like Olympians aren't going to care about this, like random, like team in the middle of nowhere. That's just like posting all this stuff. Yeah. So I changed the names the name of the account it used to be like like momentum northwest like a yeah plan. i remember yeah. those days yeah and so i changed it to nordic ski memes and then because like i don't know how like the instagram algorithm works but the fact that like there were verified accounts following it just made it like skyrocket so i think i had like a thousand followers by the end of the year um Damn. so yeah it's got a lot of stories that shirt um yeah john and i also talked uh we're not sure if it uh, this episode or the next episode is going to be this way but we think we're going to start releasing video clips too uh maybe posting those on youtube as well 
Um, so if not, you'll just have to take the word for the fact that the shirt's on the wall and I'm not just making mm -hmm. all this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of more meme pages though, John, mm -hmm. you know, obviously your, your favorite meme page is, is Nordic ski memes on Instagram. It has um, to be. I mean, yes, be. of course Best it content. is. Yeah. <laughs> what's your, what's your least favorite page? I'm curious because there Ooh. are some absolutely atrocious boomer Nordic ski meme pages out there. Mm -hmm. I've got one in mind. If you can't think of one off the top of your head. But... Yeah. I'm, I usually like block them out from my mind, but <laughs> <laughs> um you know well the one that like kind of inspired me to start in the first place i can't what is it called just cross-country ski memes yeah, it's yeah like eighteen thousand followers they've gotten yeah. better they used mm -hmm. to have some really trashy posts and i look at them i'm mm -hmm. like oh this is so cringy mm -hmm. but it's really funny they've, they're actually making some like some quality content now which almost feels wrong to say um I gotta figure out some way. I wonder yeah, how much chance remind me how many followers they have compared to us. Uh about like more like five times more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how they did it. I, I swear my mom's theory is that it's run by somebody um that lives like up in Alaska and like skis for like one of their like college teams up there, or it's like a coach or something. Hmm. I don't know what her theory is behind that, but yeah. It's a mystery because nobody knows who actually runs the account, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would think with they, – they have a ton of, like, the Visma ski classics, like the, the long marathon races. Mm -hmm. They have a – they're very heavy on those races and those memes. Uh, so it's not very World Cup central. So I don't know. I have the feeling it's either some, yeah, fanatic like you mentioned who just doesn't really watch the World Cup at all somehow, yeah. or it's some guy in Europe maybe. I don't know. It's you got to look at like their posting habits. Like what time do they post at night and then like figure out. There um, we go. Yeah. Really we'll funny. get on that and report back. Yeah. Which time zone are they in? Okay. Hans, this is feeling a little stalkery. Yeah. Just a tad. It's, you know, it's really funny because like their page is pretty much the opposite of mine, both in content, but also like publicity. Like every time I post on my main account, like my little like personal Instagram, I'm like, Hey guys, go drop a like, give me a follow. Uh, I want all the clout for running a cross-country ski meet page. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I get some harassment about that from my friends. They're like, dog, what are you doing, man? I'm like, hey, I got 4,000 <laughs> followers. How many do you have? It usually shuts them up. So mm -hmm. yeah, anyway, that's that's the argument there. Um, anyway, so I think that's probably enough roasting of the, of the meme pages here. Mm -hmm. John, it's time to talk about roller skiing because you know I think Easter for me is usually like the end of the ski season, you know? like. I, I can't like recall that many times of like skied past then. I also like lived in Washington for most of my life. So there's not a whole lot of snow. I mean, what would you consider the end of the ski season? Ooh, that's a good point. JN's was usually over by the second week in March. And then you'd come back and like ski around for like a couple more weeks. So Easter feels about right. I feel like I've gone on a couple Easter skis, but yeah. Mm -hmm. The well, after that april beginning of may yeah the official after that point cycle. after that point you just risk like hurting your skis on, on like uncovered rocks mm -hmm. yeah i i made the mistake of going up to um soldier hollow like at like the like earliest possible point you could ski up there and didn't have all the stuff groomed and i it's like the cool thing about soldier hollow is that they actually have like roller ski like trails up there right it's, like, yeah. actually like paved right and so you can I'm roller very ski jealous in the summer. of you 
And I went and skied on a, like, there must've been like two inches of snow over this, just like gnarly pavement, like trail, uh, just tip to tail groove. It was bad. Um, anyway, back to roller skiing though, John, we've got some funny stories to talk about. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with one of my favorite roller skiing stories. Actually, it's my first roller skiing story. Um, so <laughs> before I joined momentum, which of course is my, uh, the team I raced for, like my junior team, um, I didn't even know roller skiing was a thing. And so I showed up to practice one day. I thought it was going to be like a running practice. And they were like, Hey, so we're doing this thing called roller skiing. And I'm like, what on earth is that? And they hand me these two roller skis and they were so beat up by the way. Like they were terrifyingly like close to just falling apart. And they were like, yeah, so you're going to put these on your feet and just go down the street. I'm like, I hate that rhyme by the way. That was a good rhyme. Um, and they were like, yeah, so go ahead and do that. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I didn't even have a helmet either. Oh. which was a terrible idea. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, we're just going to go out. Yeah, anyway, first you give them the worst skis. They give me the worst no skis, helmet. no helmet. Mm. Um, I don't remember like a lot from that date, but the thing I do remember is that at the end of the, um, the end of the practice, and by this like point, I was like kind of getting a feel for it, but I was still like ridiculously unfamiliar. They did mm. this thing, these things called like chariot races. So they had all like the really good skiers, like ski in the front and they put their poles behind them. I'm sure everybody's like done this on actual like skis, but it's mm -hmm. like 10 times more terrifying on roller skis. And then so everything is, yeah. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and they gave the slower skiers like, like the actual like chariot parts. So yeah. they paired me up with like one of the fastest skiers. He's like the coach's son. And they're like, yeah, so grab onto this, like this guy's pole, like poles and and just hold on and it was just really twisty life. course too and and i remember i'm sitting there i'm like i can barely just <laughs> stand up without even like moving in general um i'm not sure i can't remember if i fell or not i'm sure i did a few times but it was so funny um yeah and that was my introduction to roller skiing so probably yeah, not the yeah. most like orthodox introduction but i don't know i think that's yeah. pretty funny uh, <laughs> and I, pretty I think fitting too i think i must have been like on like one or two more times that season because i remember i started really like late and after that it was like back onto like actual skis and so mm -hmm. i was just left with, like with that experience as like my one uh, <laughs> uh one thing for roller scarring skis. moment one yeah. scarring moment yeah uh john how about you though yeah what was, what was your introduction i think actually we talked about that in the last episode like the first time you roller skied yeah that was, in, that was that one was of the, the first town. times mm -hmm. i think the actual first time i'd been skiing for like a couple of years skiing kind of it was like a team below the race team level so i had never skied a bunch um and then i think the first year i joined the race team must have been like eighth grade or freshman year or something um i didn't even know same with same as you i didn't even know what roller <laughs> skis were i think someone had asked me like in the fall like oh you're a nordic skier do you go roller skiing in the fall and i'm like no what the hell is that? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's a thing. And yeah, yeah. And then totally got humbled. Like my coach sends out an email like, oh, swap the tips. So I go, I get the graphite tips or whatever. I, I put them on the poles, you know, show up to practice, got everything ready. Got my like very colorful helmet from like kindergarten on. Uh, Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Bright so, like, pink. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, some funky looking sunglasses. And uh, I just have a terrible time skiing around like the poles just aren't working like mm -hmm. i maybe i'm just not strong enough i'm just getting dropped they're slipping out all the time 
And uh, eventually my coach is like, okay, you're not that bad of a skier. So <laughs> turns out I put the, I put the pole tips on backwards and oh, uh, I, got a, I nice. got a nice, okay guys, this is what not to do. A, a class, one of my, my first, this is what not to do by the coach. So yeah, that was a really You gotta love it, John. It's okay. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's your method for changing like roller ski ferals out? Uh, I have like, let's see, I have a pair of pliers. And honestly, okay, this is bad. I don't even use hot glue anymore. Uh, so I just like, <laughs> I take the pliers and, you know. You John, you do not just stuff. stick them on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, God. <laughs> so, you know, you, you, you wrench the, the snow tips off, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty normal. Although you really should put them in hot water. And, you know, yeah, that's, and what, I mean, that's what I do. You just stick right, them in yeah. and then, like that's pull them That's what you out. should do. Yeah, uh-huh. guys, listen, listen to Hans, not me. <laughs> put the, to put the roller skiing tips on, uh, I cut out like a little tiny little, let's see if I have one. It's like a little tiny strip of cardboard. Uh, and then I uh, take the little roller ski tip and it's just a little, little tiny strip and I just jam it in. Nice. <laughs> no that's hot glue great. involved. Yeah, <laughs> the club Nordic budget over here is a, a little tight, so we make do with what we have. I remember one year, um, and this is kind of related to changing out ferals. We were trying to switch a a pair of like grips onto another pair of skis or like ski mm-hmm. poles because I like outgrown them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we tough. did we did the. It's actually it's really funny. I just made a meme about how like like a couple of days ago about how like kids like outgrow stuff so much it's terrible i was like at, at some point i think i probably went through like multiple pairs of poles in a season um mm. but we were changing out the handles or the just like the grips onto another pair of poles and my dad because like i think i think the the hot water method is like the same for like the handles as well as the ferrules it's the same like yeah. general technique and uh-huh. so I don't know if like the material was different or if he left him in too long, but he sticks the, the handles into the water. Um, and I remember we take him out and we're like, why does the handle look different? And the cork was like mm. expanding and it was like expanding. So much. I don't know like what happened. It was like, like soaking up the water and then like drying out, but it was like expanding it somehow. And it was like chunks of it were just like starting to like disintegrate and fall off. Whoa. Um, Oh, was like was, an acid bath and so at, at the end of at the end of it um like they were just like little like pieces missing from the actual like handle um but i went and tried to go out and ski on them because i didn't actually i hadn't actually used them i just took it in practice and it literally felt like sandpaper oh. <laughs> and so my hands were like oh. all just like scraped and like gritted up by the end um there, i don't know what the moral of this story is but just mm-hmm. yeah maybe go with john's yeah. method I just yeah stuff yeah off and hoping for the best <laughs> um, <laughs> or maybe neither yet yeah, don't we are not experts mm-hmm. i think this is in the description of the podcast like yeah don't listen we to are not we experts <laughs> don't listen to anything we say do the opposite of what i say yeah yeah you know, i tried to swap the, the handles out one time i did the whole you know hot water bath mm-hmm. right wrench them off uh and then i took both of the tips off unthreaded like the, the straps um and then I discovered that the handles were uh, a different inside diameter and didn't work. <laughs> so I spent another Ooh. two hours putting them back on after fighting with the pliers against these stupid handles <laughs> on my like $10 roller ski poles. Yeah. Not a good afternoon spent. Iconic. That's iconic. Um, John, we were talking a little bit about, uh, about this before the podcast too. 
if you guys haven't picked up, we usually go over everything before. None of this is scripted, but imagine if we went into this with just absolutely like no idea what we're going to talk about. You guys would get a five minute podcast with just like ridiculously terrible content. Uh, it's not anyway, far from what happens, but. No. Anyway, so we discussed the idea of roller skiing to like one of our classes here because oh, I know yeah. I only have like two weeks left before I go home. So it's like now or never. Um, mm. My question is, if, if you roller ski to class, do you take the route with like, you know, the least amount of people, but like the highest probability to not like hit somebody or the most people because roller skiing is obviously the coolest like sport besides cross country skiing but also risk just like obliterating civilians on your way to class. I mean, it, it's a tough call. It's a paradox, really. It's a paradox. The cross ski school paradox. <laughs> um, I don't, I think it's going to be, ha- has to be number two for me. Um, there's, there's like a relatively like large amount of grass on the path that I get to school. So I think if I need to like send it off into the side, I can just like do it, you know? I mean, it might be a little yeah, embarrassing, but yeah, you, you do the split, a split break and then go into a sprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Crash out. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. There's, there's two paths though, which is really funny. There's, there's like a pedestrian path. Problem with that yeah. one is it has stairs. Um, Even better. So it, I'm either sending it off or like doing the sidestep thing. That's kind of lame. The other yeah. option, there's a bike path that goes from like my, like my dorm to the business school, but it's ridiculously windy. <laughs> And for somebody who hasn't been on roller skis in two years, uh, that kind of frightens me a little bit. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll put like a poll on the on like my meme page or something. Mm-hmm. Just be like, hey, first off, should I do this? Or not? I guarantee it's gonna be like ninety percent yes. Oh yeah, you I'll have to I'll have to document it and like film it and stuff and put it on. That'd be really funny, actually. Yeah, I could do like a takeover one day, mm-hmm. roller skiing to class, a day in the life. Are you gonna classic or skate? This is this is an skate. important issue. Skate, yeah. yeah. I don't actually have classics with me. I'm uh-huh. I'm straight up gonna show up to like my class oh. wearing wearing the blizz glasses. For those of you listening in, Hans just put on his mm-hmm. amazingly cool blizz glasses. It's quite the combo with his headset. That's the fun. The unfortunate thing about the blizz glasses is that they look so much like pit vipers that if people see mm. you wearing them, they automatically assume that you like shotgun like like tons of alcohol every weekend and then like harass women. <laughs> so I think that's the stereotype with those glasses. So I'm a little bit like, like cautious <laughs> when I like put them on. Um, <laughs> you need to get the, you need to get the sendo vision, really? the, the single bar ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to wear them or not, but I can't wait. People are going to give me the weirdest looks. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm about to be that kid. The kid in mm-hmm. Rolowski's like, class. Oh boy, there he goes again. Yikes. It's like it's only a mile for me. It's not gonna be terrible. Get more Wait, cardio in mile? Right? Oh yeah, yeah it's long. <laughs> yeah. Utah's a big it's gotta be one of the biggest campuses in the country. Like not like size wise, like with like student population, mm. but um from my yeah, from my like dorm to the business school, it's it's a mile in both directions. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. They really did an like a, a suboptimal job of like making it compact. <laughs> How about you, John? Would it be a long like ski for you? No, it would probably be, I think from like one end of campus to another, it's probably like a maximum of like 0.75 of a mile or something like that. But awesome. honestly, uh, I live pretty central. So it'd probably be like three minutes, two minutes by roller ski. I don't know. I could make yeah. it 
kind of loopy and circuitous and that's true weird yeah. out more people yeah <laughs> yeah is there and... a nordic ski like club at university of utah oh is john have live? i have i not told you or no. maybe we have discussed this so uh I'm actually in the process right now of helping a friend of mine here at the U um, start up a club Nordic team for the school. Nice. Uh, yeah, we're we're hoping to get it up and going by by the start of next next fall. Uh, you know, we've gauged a little bit of interest, and there's definitely some. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's hard because there's we got all these cross country skiers here, uh, including myself, that are in, in no way fast enough to get on the actual like D1 team. Um, <laughs> So yeah, no, we've looked into it like a little bit, but yeah, I mean, hey, John, it's a shame we're not in the same division. Get end up racing each mm-hmm. other, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I get clapped, oh, dude. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, Hans. With all the cardio you've been doing recently, I'm, I'm a little worried. Combined like one mile of like running. So yeah, you know it. <laughs> actually, if you, if your club eventually gets to, like register with the USCSA, mm-hmm. we could yeah, find each other oh sick okay we might actually end up racing each other yeah that'd be cool (laughs) we'll have we'll have an official nordic ski podcast sponsored event collab yeah collab exactly (laughs) oh my god (laughs) just a it's like a it's like a meme race everybody has to dress up in a costume there's jumps um okay i can i can i can get on board with that yeah yeah might have to might have to ban caffeine consumption though you know just just for you you just, and your caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. If I can't have it, nobody can. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll get a bunch more uh, recruits by roller skiing to class. People will just that is stop true. you and want yeah. to know what's going on. Oh, absolutely. And totally not. I know if you're okay or if you just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, yeah. Um, like, buddy, you know that, like, uh, there, there's, you don't need like need poles to do like roller skate or like roller yeah roller blading yeah i'm like yeah um let me tell you all about this fantastic sport and waste like 15 minutes of your time (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh my poor friends they're like i just ramble on and on about ski related things so they're not going to be able to be seen in public with you yeah you're skiing classes well that's why i'm going to wear the glasses and the helmet so like people Mm. like recognize me less so (laughs) yeah do a favor to your friends yeah yeah, you know, just save my face, but also others. <laughs> cool. All right, John. Well, I think we're getting pretty close to a half an hour here, which is actually pretty great uh, time-wise. Um, I'm just going to give a little bit of preview about the next episode. Uh, I th- yeah, I think, John, did I mention this already in the podcast, talking about maybe doing stuff on YouTube? I don't think so. I might have, but I'll just go ahead and repeat it anyway, if, if I already have. Uh, Nordic Ski Podcast might start posting actual videos on youtube and stuff so you guys can actually like follow along with us uh we're going to try to get a guest speaker on the next episode i know I've, i think i've probably mentioned that like in the past three but it's actually happening i've officially sent out some invites uh we're gonna have some fun stuff to do with them um i don't know maybe we'll actually get to like 40 minutes make this a real podcast uh although who knows if people will actually want to listen to us drone on for that like long of a time period uh we'll see the numbers keep dropping listener wise so for the people who are still out there holding strong we appreciate you anyway yeah so i have been hans dorsch john I'll let you sign off here too and i've been john deforest thanks yeah, thank, guys thank you guys so much for listening take care uh keep skiing uphill all right oh wait not leave meeting <laughs> actually stop before you make sure it saves all right Not yeah <laughs> all right goodbye for real second time's the charm <laughs>